Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tune Review for tonight's match preview. The Champions League is back, of course, and Newcastle United, they face their toughest test so far as they take on the mighty Paris Saint-Germain at, uh, well, in Paris, obviously, and it's going to be a very, very difficult game. But we are here tonight to try and preview it, try and work out what Eddie will do, and try and work out what he'll do for the start at 11, uh, which is uh, more important than anything else, of course. Uh, we do need to try and get something out of the game. Uh, so I expect Eddie will still play a very strong side. Uh, it may well be made up of a bench of youngsters, of course, because uh, certain senior players uh, aren't in the Champions League squad either. So um, we are reduced to uh, the very bare minimum, I think it's fair to say. Uh, however, they will put up a fight, as we know Newcastle United always do. Uh, but tonight, if you do enjoy the show, guys, as usual, please do hit the thumbs up button for us. Very important that we keep those likes coming in. I know I keep rabbiting on about it every show and every video, but it, I can't stress how important it is that we stay in the search results so that uh, fellow fans like yourselves can find the channel and hopefully subscribe in the future. Um, you hit the notification bell as... Sorry. Before I do that, you've got to subscribe before you hit the notification bell, of course, uh, which is free to do so. Uh, so please do uh, subscribe and also hit that notification bell. You can become a member of the channel if you hit that join button just beneath uh, the three of us. And of course, you can donate to the channel as Ronald has tonight already. Uh, he's donated five pounds uh, to the channel with hashtag book. Seems to be an ongoing trend now with uh, Ronald. So thank you very much, Ronald. Um, you hit that dollar sign at the bottom of the live comments and you also get your comment read straight out. So thank you for all that right now. All that's out the way. Good evening, gentlemen. Back as a threesome again. Bonsoir. And Hello. of course, it is uh, where is it? Parc de Prance, isn't it? That's that's what I was Parc looking for. Parc de Prance. Parc de Prance. Um, how are we feeling going into the game, gentlemen? Alex, we'll start with you. Uh, difficult game ahead, um, but obviously the the the, the morale etc. in the dressing room is is sky high at the minute. Yeah, nervous. Expectations are moderate. Mm. I think I think is a fair assessment. However, upon prepping for this show and and watching extra bits, obviously it's more of filling in the blanks since we last played them. Um, they're not going to be as naive as they were last time, um, and it, it's it's a case of having a look at who they who they played recently. And I think the best well, we'll look at it when we look at graphics, but they're beatable. They're beatable in a certain way, um, in a certain way, uh, which we actually have in our squad, and we play that way. So all shall be revealed. Mm. Uh, Christopher's asking, saying, Alex, would you rather a win tomorrow and a lose at the weekend or the other way around? Uh, I think I know what you're going to say here, Alex. Both what wins. Say? Well, both wins, surely. Well, no, if I've got to make a choice. Um... I would say lose the Champions League game and win the Premier League game. If I ha if you had to make me choose, because I still think we could finish third and drop into the Europa League and play more games, which is great. Yeah. Um, even if we lose, it's it's still, I think it would be out of our hands then. But draws also exist. Give me more options. <laughs> well, he did say or draws, but uh, I mean, look, I think, I think the perfect... Uh, for me, obviously, you know, difficult to win in, in France, obviously. A, a draw tomorrow night and, and a win at the weekend. We have to beat Manchester United. That is just no... There's no question about that, Billy. We we have to beat United, Man United at the weekend and then hopefully get a point from tomorrow, at least. Yeah. 
We do. However, I don't see us winning both, if I'm perfectly honest. I think we're down to our bare bones. I just don't see it feasible mm-hmm. them being able to raid themselves three times in seven days. I really don't, fitness-wise. Manchester United can rest players for their Champions League game. Uh, we certainly can't. I think we'll be going into the game tomorrow with the same team that we went, and, went in on Saturday, if I'm perfectly honest. I don't think he's got any choice in the matter. Um, and so, whether we go into it a little bit half heartedly, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't think that's a big house style. So, mm. you know, I'm, I'm kind of worried about it all, to be perfectly frank. Uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, that is the one side of things that I think all supporters are worried about is is actually, uh, you know, the, 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 the fatigue creeping in again. Because we've seen the fatigue happen, Alex. Um, and when it happens, when we are stretched to the real bones of the squad, uh, when fatigue kicks in, we've seen how how it does kick in and it, we don't want to see that again, do we? I have a sneaky suspicion we'll be okay. Um, I feel like this is, the, you know, the coaching staff and the squad are learning week by week. We've been through this recently several times and it's not worked out. I have full confidence that they will try and tweak things and adjust. It didn't work with Dortmund twice, like turnarounds haven't quite worked. I I don't think I don't think we'll I don't think it, it'll, it'll be like this for the entire. So you know when we have like a three day week with the Champions League in the middle and we we've struggled mm. with we struggled with fatigue. I think we'll get it right at some point. Why mm. not? This week? We looked a lot sharper than I was expecting against Chelsea. Um, we were able to rest a little bit. I'm gonna. I, I've got no evidence to back this up. I just feel like they they must they must have tried to work on something um, to sort of mitigate this somewhat. Because we know we, we've seen it fail, and I'm sure they'll try and make it not fail this time as they do each time. But they've, they've got things to learn from now, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, I think Man United are terrible as well, by the way. So against they are, Everton, they are awful. Everton yeah. were much much better than them in the first half. Oh, the way they're going on, the, the way the media are going on about this Garnacho goal. For God's sake, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, it was a wonderful strike, but enough's enough. You know what I mean? there's been so many great strikes in the Premier League and now they're saying it's one of the greatest ever and all of this. You know, the technique, the goal, it was fabulous. Let's not take it. They play like West Ham. They are, are, in my opinion, right now, Man United are exactly the same level as West Ham. Mm. Style, play, strength, how they dominate games. And that's not not to be harsh to West Ham because West Ham are a good side. But Man United are no better than that sort of level. Uh, you know, some of their fans think they're a lot higher than that. They're not. That is their level at the moment. And yeah, I'll be very, well, I'll be very disappointed if we don't beat them convincingly. That's how bad I think they are. How how good we are as well comparatively. Billy, you feel the same? Well, I really want to be convincing. That's for certain. Um, I just think they've got more depth in their squad and they can change things around a bit more than us. Um, for their, I know they've got a win against Galatasaray, but I just don't see it happening with if they put the full strength side, second strength side, and I think. Uh, Ten Hag will kind of unless they fluke it out, which is kind of their style, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um, it is. We, we've said that. I know, we, I'd, I'd, I'd rather eat Manchester United than Paris Saint-Germain, I've got to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Barry the Beast is personally all about the league and the Carroll Cup at the moment. Squad depth does not allow for 100% effort from the lads on three fronts, uh, but I know the lads will still try tomorrow. I've, I've, it, the mentality is different with Eddie Howe, though, isn't it? The mentality, Alex, is for Eddie Howe, he just wants to win every game, and he's he's said that numerous times in interviews. Yeah, I mean we, we've talked about it before. He he's it's about the intensity. Um, 
it's the way we play. It's the way we steamroll teams. What 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 else are we supposed to do? Sorry, there's just a comment that's very much distracted me in the chat. Yes, yeah, Gary's been dead. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, someone's Antasi's asking this. Gary Speed's dead. He's been dead for twelve years, mate. Twelve years today, I think he is. Uh, and and I said, uh, I think you need the, the, the greens are starting to affect you, mate. Uh, you know, if if you're if you're not up to date with the news twelve years ago, then I don't know what decades you're living you're in. Saying right R.I.P. because I think it was the anniversary of his death today. Today or yesterday, or yesterday yeah. Um, yeah. I think that that's why. So if you see it, it's, that, that's yeah. why. Um, twelve years today, and we, you know, I was going to bring it up later on, but we'll just, uh, you know, uh, there it is. It's uh, it's twelve years since the great man uh, passed away. So. Uh, uh, again, thoughts with his family because obviously it's a very difficult time every time the anniversary comes up. Um, mm. But uh, uh, rest in peace, uh, Gary Speed, absolute legend. But anyway, anyway, um, we are still fighting on four fronts, not three, because the ever Cup hasn't started mm. yet. Well, exactly, it has started. Yeah. We're just not in it yet. Well, we'll um, probably get a, you know City away or something like that in the oh, third yeah. round. Um, you know, so let's just. Uh, Wait and see on that front, shall we? Uh, Mighty wins as all the Eurostars to Paris have been... Can yeah, I've seen a mm. lot of Newcastle fans uh, struggling to get over to Paris uh, because of the strikes. Uh, it's a very, very difficult uh, difficult thing to do with the minute for Newcastle fans. However, what I will say is, one thing about Newcastle United fans is they will find a way to get there. Whether they've got to swim the channel, walk to Paris, whatever it may be, they will. Um, I was going to say jump in the back of a lorry, but that these this day and age, that's not the right thing to do. Um, so yeah, I expect Newcastle fans will still get there, but it's again, it's every time we go away in the Champions League, something crops up where we, you know, the fans are affected uh, by strikes or something like that. But we hope everybody does get there and gets there safely, obviously, uh, and stays safe in Paris. More to the point. Um, we know what it can be like. Uh, Mark says, uh, evening lads, hope you're all well. We're going 1-3 to the tune. Really think we can do this. How are the lads? Um, yeah. Uh, look, we, we, one thing is you just never know with Newcastle United, Billy, do you? You just never know. And, you know, we've seen some lineups already this season where we've questioned it before we've done commentary on it and we've thought, hang on a minute. Uh, you know, th th this team isn't strong enough to rip a paper bag open. And then all of a sudden, uh, we've gone and dominated the game. Yeah, I'm not saying we'll dominate tomorrow, by the way, but you know what I mean. Style, it's, it's a style which they all play in. It's, it's, they're all coached in the same way. So if, if one's out, another one steps in and plays in the same manner. It's 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 uniform. So it's it's easy to step in once you have an injury. Oh, we've got that many injuries. Mm. You know, we're kind of restricted to what we can pick. And I think, as I said earlier, there won't be too many changes from the, from the game on Saturday. I don't think. I don't think you can put any more players in. Yeah. Maybe rest someone like Cher or LaSalle, but. I can't see it personally. Uh, yeah, Billy, Man United have got to win their game. Let's yeah, but they've got forget. more. They've got more room in the squad to change players around. Is what I meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, Spike, thank you for your ten pound super chat. Spike Milligan, he says the PSG team will be different from the one from St James's Park. They'll be out for revenge. Uh, we'll give them a good fight. Uh, are you expecting that, Alex? A, a different looking PSG tomorrow night with a bit more determination in front of their own fans than what they showed at St James's because the they didn't show us anything, really, to be fair, did they? There, there might be a, re a revenge element to it. However, the the last Champions League performance against Milan was pitiful. Mm. Um, I'll show you the data, but the midfielders were abhorrent. They were terrible. Um, Ugarte had a terrible game again, which I, I hate it because I love Ugarte as a player. I wanted him in the summer. I think he was one of the best 
defensive midfielders in Europe. And then the times I've seen him play against our team and in the Champions League this season, he's been absolutely dismal. Um, We'll have a look at the data, but they got overrun in midfield. Um, Rafael Leal absolutely destroyed them. The bodybuilder version of Maxi just just killed them. Giroud was incredible. Um, And they lost. And, you know, it it was a kind of style not too dissimilar to what we can produce. Obviously, we don't have anybody like Liao in our squad um, or Giroud. But in terms of the physicality that we'll go into, we, we can still have at them. We, we can. They're, they're, they're personalities. They're, they're not a cohesive unit yet. Village just mentioned uniform and uh, and I will mention fighting for a cause. They haven't got that yet. They're, they're going that way. They've, they've, got rid of some of, they've got rid of some of the names and they've brought in and they've recruited better and they have, they have a better idea and a better plan. But I don't think they're there yet. Um, mm-hmm. And I think even if you turn up with less quality than they have, it's all up here and it's all about physicality and, and mental strength. And I think we can do it again. I don't see why we can't. Um, it's not going to be as tactically open as it was. You know, I don't think Enrique will be as naive this time at all. So we're going to have to fight a lot harder to get anything. But mm. I think we can fight. I don't think they're up for fights. They don't like fighting. No, they don't. Uh, and Abs makes a point here. We don't know the meaning of half-hearted. Uh, our players uh, won't go into a Champions League game half-hearted. Mm. And uh, it's right, isn't it, Billy? Because, I mean, you know, Alex is right as well. Paris Saint-Germain are Billy Big Shoes, aren't they? And they, they, they don't like teams roughing them up. They, they don't like teams going at them. So James's Park, you know, Milan, they went at them and, and obviously beat them as well. So it, it's... It's one of those games where Eddie can look at and say, look, at the end of the day, we've got nothing to lose but go out and, and, and play a game of football and see if we can beat them. And if we beat them or come away with something from France, it's a massive bonus. I actually think that Lewis and Mike will go the same way. And I think he'll try and out-attack us and just attack us and attack us and try and push as many forward as possible. I really do. I think that's the French way. I think that's the, the panache of the game, if you like. That's what the French fans expect. I don't think it will play into our hands. I think we'll hit them on a counter-attack to counter-attack sake, really. And I think that's where we're going to play the game as long as our defensive midfielders are in, are in kind of on point tomorrow. You know, I think it could be a good game for us. I really do. I really do think Enrique will try and do exactly the same as what he did St. James's with the hostility of their home crowd on their side. Yeah. I think it, it might be the, what makes them come unstuck. I really do think that. Mm. It's interesting. And, and, and you know, it, 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 it's, it's even... Um, it, it's fascinating listening to you two how you've got different opinions of how you know he's going to Enrico's going to approach the game because at the same time he's he's obviously under pressure because Paris Saint Germain have got this 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 cloud hanging over them that they've never won the Champions League mm. and let's face it there, there there is a possibility that Paris Saint Germain will go out of the competition it's it's that close in the, if, if they don't get a victory tomorrow night, they, you know, they are in trouble of not qualifying as well. So, mm. you know, Enrique's got that hanging over him. So half of me says, yes, Billy, you're right. I think Enrico, Enrico, Enrique might go the same way and, and just put a, tell his lads to go out and, and try and dominate the game. But that may play into our hands, Alex, because when teams have that attitude against us, we're very much sort of all in the trenches together and pull out a performance. Yeah, and we don't poke, don't poke the bear. That is literally our our starting eleven with with fans behind us. That is us in a nutshell. If if it's us having to create our own motivation intrinsically, it's very difficult. However, if you give us a reason 
which is frustrating. I think this is why, possibly why where Murdad's comments came from about atmosphere, because sometimes it, it takes it can take a, something to actually galvanise the players and the and the fans. However, when we do get poked by something, whether it's a refereeing decision or a couple of nasty plays from opposition players, if we do feel wronged morally. It just something switches and we're just unplayable. We just absolutely overrun teams and we they can't they can't match our work rate and we win games purely based on that. Yeah. Um so I I I I invite them. Try and do that. See what happens. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that will play into our hands as as we've already stated. I feel like it's to our benefit. I feel like yep. we go there underdogs again. Um, you know, we, we got bigged up with a few impressive wins. And now we've had, you know, we lost to Bournemouth and we've got we're injury ravaged. So now our expectations have come back down again, which I think suits us really well. Mm. Nobody expects us to really go and win this game. So that's fine. Let's go there and just absolutely unleash hell. Yep. Um, Jimmy Jones, thank you very much for your 499 super chat, my friend. He says, I watched the highlights of the Chelsea game. Young Miley reminds me of a young Trevor Brooking. Mm. Wow. Uh, that's a compliment indeed. If there's he any. Wasn't, he wasn't in any fences, was he? That was uh, Trevor Buckingham's famous for sitting on fences when he was a pundit. Yeah, he was. Uh, I think it'll be a draw. I think it'll be a draw. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you what, if he if he turns into a player like Trevor Brook and Billy, we've got a we've got a tremendous player on our Ooh, hands. Great player. He was a such a silky player, Brooking. Don't think he lacked was pace, but everything else. Cool. Yeah. player. Yeah. Um I like coffee, says who knows? Maybe some of our youngsters would be too hot to handle for Paris Saint Germain. Um, well, exactly. And, and that's what we need to look at. You know, these kids have surprised us all season uh, when they've had to come in and do a job. Now, I'm not sure whether Sean Longstaff's going to be fit tomorrow. Um, he's not travelled. He not hasn't travelled. Okay, well, he's out. Um, Willock's out. So it looks like Miley. Miley's, Miley's going to have to start again, Alex. Yep, 100%. There's no other option. Uh, unless we do... Uh, well, actually, that, that that's not technically true, but it's very unlikely unless we do something with Lewis Hall. Mm. Um, however, based on how Livermento and Trippier played together, I, I would imagine or would be very shocked if they're not the two starting fullbacks, in which case the only starting position for uh, Lewis Hall would be um, left wing, which is not going to be possible because Gordon's going to play, or left eight, which is not going to happen because Joe Linz is going to play there. Yeah. So I, I I don't see how my, Miley start. Sorry, not Miley. Um, Lewis Hall. Lewis I don't see Hall's how Lewis Hall actually starts. No, I, I think he'd be on the bench, but I, I don't see with who's available and currently what's going on. I don't think he he starts. Yeah. Uh, Dan says, "What's up, gents? I've been in hospital for seventeen days. Finally caught a show, uh, but I've watched the recordings. Appreciate you all. Dan, get well soon, mate. I'm not sure what you've been in for. Um, drop us a message if you want, mate. Let us know what you've been in for. How's it all going?" Um, Dan's done a lot of work for this channel behind the scenes, so uh, thank you very much. Keep the uh, keep the head up, matey, and hopefully you're okay. Uh, but drop us a message and let us know, Dan. Uh, Keith, uh, good evening to you. He says Tenali, Byrne, Botman, Barnes, Wilson, Willock, Mankio, Murphy, Anderson, Longstaff, and Target. That is an incredible injury list. Uh, would have slapped you had I been told that uh, <laughs> with the hospital bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Lucky enough over here, though, Keith, we have the NHS, so we don't have to have that problem that you guys have, you know, paying for treatment every time you go in with a broken arm or something. But, um, Billy, it's right. You couldn't have, you know, at the start of the season, if somebody had told you that just before Christmas, those players would all be out injured, you'd have laughed at them. 
Yeah, you would have. Uh, but it makes Eddie Howe's job easier, I think. I think he's, he has little choice in what he does. So, I mean, we can't criticise him either way. If, if he comes out and pulls his rubber out of the hat, we praise him. And if we lose, there's nothing you can do about it because he's got no changes to make. So, it makes the manager's job a bit easier, even though he don't want that. He doesn't want the problem. Of course he doesn't. He wants a full squad to pick from. But, you know, with, with that kind of down to the bare bones, he's got no choice in who he picks. So, the pressure's off him a little bit. Mm. Um. Uh, even in all such beautiful weather we have here in the northeast, oh, absolutely, it's fabulous, isn't it? Uh, absolutely lashing down and freezing cold. And I reckon the snow's on the way, guys. I, I, I don't think it's far away, the old uh, the old white stuff. Um, Stan says, hi, guys, tuning in from Orlando this time. Back home in Dubai tomorrow in time to watch the game. Great show as usual. How are the lads? Stan, you are a jet setter. Uh, what was that thing used to be called, Billy? And the, the jet, set, jet set willy? Yeah, on the old uh, Spectrum many years yes. ago. Yeah, it was a game, wasn't it? Jet Set yeah, Willie. Yeah. And then everybody that sort of, uh, you know, got loads of holidays and things like that were nicknamed Jet Set Willies. Um, <laughs> Billy's been called that in the past, but uh, for very different reasons. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, thank you very much for another four ninety nine Super Chat. He says, Silky, great word, Billy. That's how I see Miley, strong and calm on the ball. Uh, I still don't know which is his weaker foot. He's a class player. He didn't have one. He didn't have a weaker foot. Him and Keegan together, cool. They were fantastic together for England, really were. Yeah, Trevor Brooken and Keegan. Remember that goal Trevor Brooken scored against Hungary where the ball stuck in the stanchion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Absolutely incredible goal. Um, Alex is looking a bit gaunt in, uh, you know, Trevor Brooken, way before his time. Still probably a very little nipper when that happened. Um Simon May says, I, I remember feeling devastated when Gary Speed passed away. He seemed such like such a decent bloke uh, and a quality player for the Mags. Uh, everybody said that about Gary Speed, that he was a lovely, lovely man. Um, but one thing is is the, the, we need to stress here is, you know, if you look back to my mental health show that I did uh, the other week, um, thank you, by the way, for all the positive comments I had about that show and how much it's helped people. Uh, I've had some fabulous emails from people um, and it's just an incredible uh, outpouring of love, really, around the whole Toon Review family. So, uh, But one thing people will say is that Gary Speed hit it very well, what was going on in his head to what he was, you know, his persona was, Billy. And that was the thing with, with Gary. You know, you saw him the day before on Football mm. Focus. You wouldn't have thought yeah. that there was anything... Um, anything of that manner going on in Gary Speed's head. He seemed very calm and uh, he was just seemed to be enjoying his life. And then obviously the next day he, he passes away. Uh, you just, you have to reach out now. Yeah. Nobody knows what internal, how people are going through. Got Gary Speed had a, had a ready smile for everybody as, as far mm. as I can remember. Um, and you can't kind of write off his achievements either as a player, neither as a manager, because this Wales up, upsurgence all started with him when he yeah. was managing Wales. So yeah, really talented man, really talented footballer, great manager as well in the making. Uh, and it's such a sad loss to the game of football and to Newcastle United, Leeds United and Everton and yeah. Wales, of course. Yeah. Uh, Alex, obviously, you weren't on the show last night. We just uh, we, we briefly touched on the passing of Terry Venables, um, a, a great, great football man and how, you know, the word legend is used too much in the game today, but this man was a, was a legend. I mean, what, what do you remember about Terry Venables? Well... Everything connected to England, mainly. My, yeah. I would say, hundred percent of my memories are all to do with with him being the England coach. Yeah. Um, and then all the funny adverts, and then he was involved in quite a lot of stuff. Um, when he was older, I think he, he did a lot of. I think it, it, there were some fun shows where he'd go and help 
uh, out of shape Sunday league teams and bits and bobs. And he used to do interesting things like that that were very, very creative. I, I actually yeah. loved them. They were so interesting. Yeah. Um, and they've, they've done a couple of funny little reboots of things like that since with Pep. Um, and yeah, it is it is a shame. It's a, it's a big shame. Uh, Billy, you know what's been played loads of times today, though, that Yellow Pages advert. It, it makes me really emotional seeing that with Sir Bobby. Yeah. And uh, it was just a brilliant advert, that, wasn't it? Do you know what else you kind of you think about it now and you think about how mad the FA have been in their time? Yeah. But they had Terry Venables as Steve McLaren's number two. How mad's that? Yeah. Yeah. How mad is that? <laughs> Talk about people in the wrong roles. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, 100% right. Absolutely. Right, uh, let's get back to the game tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> Alex has got the stats ready, uh, so take it away. So, first thing I want to point out, because everybody's a bit nervous, so they lost to Milan recently. It's the most recent loss. Um, why did they lose? What went wrong for them in this game? Where can we have at them? Well, middle of the park there, if you can see, Manuel Ugarte, who struggled against us as well, if you remember, um, dropped to 5.9, an absolute clanger. And if I pull up his statistics here, he played an hour, made 11 passes. And what get what what is worse, which is what I was trying to draw attention to at the start of the show, three out of fifteen ground jewels. Wow. Now Leal and Ruben Ruben Loftus Cheek, bearing in mind, Ruben Loftus Cheek absolutely manhandled this poor young man. Absolutely destroyed him. Did not give him an inch of space, an inch of the ball, nothing. Um their midfield really struggled with the youngest and Zyamari doing doing much better. Um, with 95% pass accuracy, he he had most of the ball um, with five out of seven. So a very, very impressive young showing um, showing from the young man. But they just struggled centrally. Uh, and again, I feel like it was due to physicality. Pulisic caused problems. Uh, he was very dangerous against them. Again, five out of five ground jewels. They were just tenacious. It, mm. is clearly, it is clearly the key to getting at this PSG team. They don't like it. They don't like it. They want to play pretty football. If you get in their face, they're not about that. And we've got players like Joe Linton, who I feel can do a better job than Ruben Loftus-Cheek has done in this example. I feel like Joe Linton can offer even more physically. Mm -hmm. So we have the skill set. We have the personnel to try and upset this team. I understand it's a way. However, again, the pressure's off. And if we can really disrupt their rhythm, um, but it is going to be about creating chances because I don't think this is going to be a game we're going to be able to dominate. We don't have the players available. We don't have the legs at the moment. Um, again, with Miley, maybe if we had if we had 100% of everybody available when we were at home and we were settled, we might be able to control the game a little bit more. But in this case, we're not going to have as much of the ball. PSG are likely to control a lot more. We're going to have to be a lot more clinical. So we're going to have to be careful, carve open chances carefully. All of these new passing sequences we saw against Chelsea, I'm hoping we'll see more of that against PSG, but I, I'm really optimistic about it. I, I am. I genuinely think we've got the right tools. Um, again, Leal against them, uh, an absolute monster. 10 out of 15 ground jewels as a winger is absurd, by the way. It's absolutely absurd. Mm. Um, the man is is just an absolute mountain of a winger, and he got his goal. And of course, Giroud, who we know is very, very clinical. You can't give him any space or any chances. And they were solid, and, and they won because of that. Average position-wise, Again, Giroud dropped back. Who, who's the eight? So who was furthest forward? Loftus-Cheek. There you go. Oh, yeah, I mean, if that go. doesn't highlight what I've said, 
11 and 8. So it was basically Pulisic and Loftus-Cheek go and harass everybody is, is the job. So I feel like, again, Miggy, Joe Linton, we've got certain players that are going to have to go, right, you guys need to go and harass everyone. Just mm-hmm. do not give anybody a minute's peace. Because it works. I mean, it's brilliant that this is the answer to beating them because this is already our game anyway. So that's great. We haven't got to try and be someone we're not. Um, however, it's not always as easy as that, obviously. Uh, so let's go down to their recent form, just so we can see. They have played a little bit of riffraff, to be fair. Um, not, I mean, the, probably the strongest team they've played in recent games is Monaco with a 5-2 victory. Uh, and their predicted lineup is pretty much is very similar to what they played against them. They won five two, Alex, but the 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 were they didn't play very well. They the, the didn't look like a, a team. The, the you know if that makes any sense. The, you well, know, the, 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 Monaco they Monaco can't be. They're no pushovers. You know they've got Balogun up front with Minamino. They're coached by Adi Hutter. They're a very interesting team. Um, but that being said, yes, I mean they conceded two. They can see goals. PSG have always been about their attacking talent. It's not necessarily about their defensive record, in my opinion. I just think they... It's more about... They they don't concede because they just control games so much with possession and just being dominant and being more physically dominant than teams in their own league. Mm. But recent games, you know, they've been solid. Um, If we actually go to here... So, shall we have a look at the predicted lineup? Because I think they've both got them wrong, in my opinion. But... Well, Zoya Emery's injured, isn't he? He's out anyway, so... Well, yeah, Ruiz is in the predicted lineup. So they've got Longstaff in the predicted lineup for Fotmob, which is obviously wrong. Ignore that, because it's going to be Miley. 100% it's going to be Miley. Uh, they've also got Hall uh, nailed on starting, which I disagree with that as well. It's I feel like it's 100% got to be Livermento. Yeah, especially no way he's Livermento. Well, when you've got Hakimi and Dembele running down that side, with the yeah. way Livermento's been playing, it has to be Livermento. It's yeah. only a madman would not start Livermento. Yeah. Um, so apologies if you two were possibly thinking about that, but no, no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. No. So no. different flavors of things we've not experienced is Fabian Ruiz coming back into the side. Of course, the ex-Napoli Spanish midfielder, um, not as young as he once was, so might offer something a bit different, a bit more creative. Got the break shirt. We'll have to see. That that will be different. It's it's a different a different challenge to what we had last time. Again, uh, the front three for them. I wouldn't, but I wouldn't necessarily believe that they've got Colin Wanek who could come in. Um, the, the front three, basically, Mbappe is hundred percent dead certain. The rest of the front line could be a mishmash of whatever. Um, I would imagine Dembele would start. I mean, he was probably one of the better players for them. Against yeah, us in the first I leg. think Dembele will will play with Mbappe, but you know, it's it's a toss of a coin for me who plays a striker tomorrow for them. Mm. Well, they've got Luke Yellow as a prediction. Who did they play Friday? You know, who did they play on Friday, Alex? They played Friday, didn't Monaco. they? Monaco. Monaco. Was that, was Monaco the, that was the Monaco, yeah. yeah. Was it? Um, yeah, 24th. 24th. 24th, so, yeah, yeah. So these were the players that started on Friday. So, which is basically... I've, I, this I've is actually never seen a team win 5-2 before and people say they were poor, but they were. All right, well, well, extra options they've got. Moane, I think may start possibly. You've got Barcola. Is this a guy? Is this a guy they got from Leon? I think it might be. Yeah. Carlos Soler as well. Who else is potentially going to play? I mean, Asensio's in there. Can you leave? I probably I would say it's it's Moane is is the guy who would come into that front line potentially. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they want a bit more physicality, they want to try and match us physically. That that might be the way they try and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And again, there's not really a lot of point of us looking at PSG's because we, we normally look at team statistics and FOTMOB. However, PSG are pretty much top of all of them because they're in league one and they're one of the best teams in their league. It's it's just pointless. Um, it has more value doing it in Premier League fixtures, but not in this kind of fixture because it's not it's not really going to be valuable. Um, but yeah, I, I I do I feel like 100 percent based on this physicality thing that I mentioned with Ruben Loftus Cheek uh, and Pulisic harassing people, being very physically dominant. We have the players that can do the same in Gordon, in Joe Linton. Um, we could do with Isak, Isak stepping up a little bit physically in this game as well and just with a bit more umph. Um, I think that could get us three points, just the physicality. Um, but we have to turn up in that regard. Oh, absolutely. So we have to bring our own identity. We have to bring the intensity. We have to bring a bit of strength. Mm-hmm. And then we just have to try and finish a chance and just be solid. But we 100% have got the tools to beat them. Yeah. Uh, Graham Ritchie, thank you very much for your $10 super chat. He says, a bit nervous about tomorrow, but fingers crossed. Uh, a great show, lads. Uh, Jimmy, thanks for another four ninety nine. He says, uh, who are we playing? The dog and duck? I'll mark the duck. Remember that one from Sir Bobby. Um, well, there, there was so many from Sir Bobby, wasn't there? I mean, too many to... Uh, too many to count on. Predators this evening, lads and lasses and all the TTR family. Looking forward to the game tomorrow. But then it's squeaky bum time. I have my first operation of a brain aneurysm on Thursday. Uh, Predator, we're all behind you, matey. Uh, I know you've been waiting for this for a while. Um, and I, I'm glad that it's finally happening for you. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll all have fingers crossed. We'll all be saying our prayers and thinking of you on Thursday, matey. So stay strong. Hopefully you're in, uh, in the chat tomorrow night for the watch along. And then... Uh, all go on Thursday and hopefully you get yourself sorted, Matty. We're all thinking of you. Um, now, Eddie Howe has just uh, in the last hour or so done his press conference. Um, so we'll pick up a little bit of what uh, Eddie's had to say. Um, first of all, ahead of the game, he said the mood of the group is very good, especially after the result at the weekend. That was a pivotal moment for us because, again, very easy to feel sorry for yourselves or to focus on the players that aren't with us. The lads did incredibly well uh, to perform at a high level against a very good Chelsea side. Now, Billy, there is a manager who doesn't just sit back and complain of injuries and all this bollocks. Um, you know, he's 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 there. He's, he's not blaming injuries. He's just getting on with it. And as he said there, he's praising the players they had available. He's not making excuses for the ones that aren't there. He just takes everything in his stride, doesn't he? Like any adult manager should. Um, he's, he's the perfect kind of blueprint for a perfect manager, in my opinion. Mm. You know, there's never any warning about any any referee decisions or or mishaps that happen to the squad with injuries. Just gets on with it. And that's mm. all he can do, really, at the end of the day. He's paid to do a job and he's doing his job perfectly. Simple as that. Yep. Uh, now, on the team news, he says, uh, we are pretty much as we were at the weekend, uh, but just with a few absentees who can't play in this competition. Uh, Joe Willock has seen a specialist tomorrow. Uh, we are still unsure on him. Sean Longstaff has not travelled. So, I mean, the biggest worry is obviously is Joe Willock, Alex, you know, being out for so long um, and now, you know, having to see a specialist tomorrow. Uh, it's it's it, it it's a worrying time for the player as well because he'll be frustrated. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's kind of irrelevant. As harsh as that sounds, it's irrelevant at this point. We've got stuff we need to focus on. You know, we wish him the speediest of recoveries. Mm. Um, but he's young enough. He's young enough. He's he's only just turned twenty four, hasn't he? So he'll be fine. Um, we know he's a great player. He's been with us. To be fair, he, he was one of the originals. He was here under Bruce on loan and then he signed permanently. He's been part of the before. He's part of the after. He's good enough to be part of the after. 
He's still young enough. It's, it's not a problem. Um, as soon as he comes back, we'll all be behind him. And, and he looked good when he returned. So it is a shame, but we need to focus on this game, the same as the manager would say. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yep. Um, now, uh, on the challenge of PSG, uh, Eddie said we need to play on the edge. Uh, that is when we are at our best. They have quality in every position. Uh, we will need to be as good as we can be. We will need every ounce of energy to get a result. This is a defining moment in our UEFA Champions League campaign. Uh, we are going to give it everything. It's imperative we don't lose. Billy? There you go. That's the intensity of our identity kind of speech, isn't it? Um, yeah. We have no other way. It's as simple as that. And if you can get through this, and hopefully the crowd will get us through against Manchester United. Everything's mm -hmm. great. Everything's great, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, but that that just says it all. Where his, um, you know, he's not even thinking about the Manchester United game. No, is he's he? not. He's, no, he's he, you know, he's saying there that it's imperative we don't lose, and he will be all out. The only way Newcastle United play is with the intensity, Billy, isn't it? And and mm. uh, you know, we have to be playing at that level. To be at our best, and that's what Eddie's saying there. You know, when we do when we do that, we destroy teams, and and that's the kind of thing that Eddie is looking for for tomorrow. And we don't have the personnel nor the mindset to stick eleven behind the ball and just try and defend for ninety minutes. Simple mm. as that. Yeah. Um, Alex, what do you think of what, what he had to say there? Uh, it's fully expected. It's just he, he's we, he's very predictable in these press conferences, and yeah. We, we want to win it. We need to be focused on it. We need to turn up. We need to make sure we don't lose. We, we want to win every single game of football. Um, and it's... it's yeah. A lot of the time, the press conferences are pretty pointless nowadays because you know what he's going to say. The only thing we need them for is just to talk about sort of injuries, personnel, formation, selection. Mm. Which Crafter doesn't get asked enough about, but it's by the by. Um, yeah, fully expected from him. Yeah. Um, Pedro says, uh, unfortunately, I think uh, playing them on their home turf will get to our players. I think we lose this one. My heart says we win. My head shows a loss. I, know, I think we're over that hurdle now. I think yeah. I think that was the case when we went to Milan. Absolutely. I think, we were, I think they were terrified. And oh. I think that's done now. They're over that. We've had we've had plenty of, we've had, what, four matches in the Champions League. We're sailing in the league. We, we've We've racking up, you know, we've beaten a lot of big teams this season. We're not scared of anyone now. I think I think it's a little bit better now. I yeah. think we are in the green tomorrow, by the way, thinking about it. We must be in the yeah. green. Uh, uh, oh. Black and white will go with their white stripes, so we can't wear that. We can't wear the blue, obviously, so it's going to be the green, isn't it? What did they wear at St. James's? I can't remember. can't remember either. We've got an interesting referee, though. We've got a Polish referee who refed the World Cup final. Oh, cool. Between France and Argentina. So, Shimon Marciniak. Shimon. Shimon! We'll see, we'll see how he, how he yeah. compares to the um, Simon who? league referees. <laughs> Simon, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, the final little bit from Eddie. Uh, you know, I'm just touching on some of the points that, he, that, that are on the Newcastle uh, Twitter page. Um he said, it spoke about Lewis Miley. He says, there is every chance he will be involved. Really? Who, who else plays? <laughs> he's right. He's There's right. No, he is right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he. I, I mean, he's trying to play coy there, is he, and not give his team sheet away to Luis Enrique. But let's be honest, <laughs> who else is going to play? Um, 
He has a great temperament for these occasions. The thing I loved about him after the game on Saturday, it was just another game for him. Uh, that is how we will need to approach this one. And again, you know, Billy, we spoke about it, uh, you know, during the commentary, what a, uh, and on the review last night, just such a sensible head on such a young man's shoulders. And we'll see it even more so tomorrow if he plays, because, well, when he plays, it's not a case of if, he's definitely playing, in my opinion, and everyone's yeah. opinion here. You know, it's it's a daunting prospect to go to the Parc des Princes against the best player in the world, Mbappe on the, the opposing side. Mm. But I think he'll take it in his stride as he's took everything in his stride so far. He's, you know, he's got a, such a multitude of maturity in his in his in his in his personality that I think he'll stroll through it. I really do. I don't think uh, he's the best player in the world. Mbappe? Well, no one better, mm. mate. No one better. I think there's a few. I think it completely depends on the league you're playing in. If you played oh, in a stronger league. If you, if, you did, if you did exactly this in a stronger league, no argument. 100% you're correct. He does it in but... World Cups and all that, didn't he? True. True. I think, there are... I think Bellingham right now is, is a much more rounded and impressive player doing it in, in, a, in a more difficult league. Interesting. And he's also done it in Germany as a youngster, worn the armband, galvanised a team full of men, senior pros when he was a child. Mbappe's not done that. So there are differences, yeah, of course. But you've got to, you know, the, the France team was also absolutely littered with superstars. Um well, which Bellingham... he, was the main, he was the main one, of course. But Bellingham drags drags England up. We we looked at we sorry state without Bellingham. Like, I feel like there are players out there. Soon for him yet say he's the best player in the world. Quite. Bellingham Bellingham will be the best. I, I don't well, think any, he will be uh, up there with the greats. I've no doubt, no doubt about, about it. it. He's yeah, going definitely. The going, yeah. Uh, Rani Granny makes a good point saying that the Champions League refs are much more strict on physicality. Uh, so we, we we have to be physical in the right way, uh, if that makes any sense. You say um, that, but I mean, which game was it where we didn't think the referee was going to give him a free kick for anything for the first 10 minutes? Which game was it? Was it, was it the Milan game away or was it the Dortmund game away? I think it was Dortmund away, away wasn't it? Well, I think it's flowed really nicely in all of the Champions League games I've seen. I don't think it's been too bad at all. I think... I think um, Against Dortmund, he didn't give anything. He That's it, yeah, Dortmund. It was Dortmund. Yeah, Dortmund, it? yeah. Uh, he, no, didn't he book Lewis Hall really early and then didn't get his card back out at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jimmy Jones says, I was dripping in Sergio Tacchini at the 17. Yeah, you, <laughs> hey! you, you and me both, Jimmy. I'm still oh, dripping absolutely. in that sometimes. <laughs> uh, you kind of beat a bit you of Sergio. You have a funny, a funny little unnecessary racism there as well. What's wrong with a Polish referee? They're damn straight better than the English referees at the moment. Yeah. The English referees are abysmal. Yeah. What's wrong um, with the Polish ref? Alex, the referee um, the World Cup final. Alex, Alex, host puts the comments up. You know, <laughs> uh, I think Alex saw Polish there and he got annoyed straight away. Did you notice the stakes were out straight away there, Billy? It was uh, just so unnecessary. Should we put a, a poll up? Who's the worst referees, Poles or English? <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like coffee says a thousand watching and only 300 likes. Come on, guys. Uh, let's hit that like button for us. Just take two seconds out. Uh, let's see if we can hit 500 by the end of the, the, uh, the show. We're on 332 now. Uh, just take two seconds to hit the thumbs up. If you're enjoying tonight's show, guys, uh, we do work hard to try and bring you live shows every week, every day, uh, and obviously videos and stuff like that. Uh, please do show your appreciation by smashing that thumbs up button. Thank you. Um, Right, uh, Alex, we're, we're going to talk about predicted line. This graphic here, is this going to be your team? 
I don't think we have a, much of a choice in saying what team. Will be. It's, it's the exact same team. <laughs> yes, it's, it's my predicted team. It's it's what I would play, and it's what I think how we'll start. I, I don't think okay. it, there is any choice. Right. Well, here we, we can go. we can obviously we've got the graphics, so we can change it around with what you guys think might happen. Well, we just jumped from 332 to 408 likes in in like a blink of an eye. There, thank you guys. Uh, that is impressive. You keep never going. let us down out there. Keep going. Yeah, the absolutely. Meat. Keep going. Um, John's Kitchen says you can't polish a turd. Christ Almighty! <laughs> God. Uh, well, there it is. Uh, really, we have nothing else bar that eleven, in my opinion. Yeah. Simple I mean, that, what's yeah. what, what's the bench? I mean, he's injured. Uh, he's injured. He's injured. Uh, he's not in this. Is he in the squad? I don't think. I think Dummett is. I don't think Dummett might be in the squad. Hall, I think Dummett is, but Richie Hall and Dummett are the only two there. Carries and Dubravka are in. I, well, Gillespie's definitely not. Um, yeah, it might be. I these. think both of those are in. I um, think we've got some alternatives as well. Um, it's kids, isn't it? Alex Murphy and players like that might be able to be on the bench potentially. Well, Alex, you, 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 put, you, you put twenty fours there again. That's confusing me with Miggy being twenty four. Alex, I think you need to remove that. I mean, it's just a placeholder for potential subs, but that's that's the predicted starting eleven. I mean, the the only thing logically that could happen is Hall comes in and we shift stuff. Like, I don't want to shift like, stuff. That, that that's the thing. Me as a fan, I don't want to see a shift stuff. If 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 we have to play that same eleven that played against Chelsea that are on a massive high right now, um, I would say go for that starting eleven. You know, with Livermore at left So I don't know how you would. You know, I mean, maybe maybe three or four weeks ago there'd have been a a, a fair debate between yeah. do we start Hall because he's left footed or do we start Livermento? But well. I think just because of how amazing Livermento's been, I don't feel like it's quite clear cut. It's got to be Livermento, surely. Uh, those of you that are saying in the chat, Emil Kraft, he's he's not in the Champions League squad, guys, so he he is unavailable. Um, I mean, listen, there's going to be kids on the bench tomorrow, but what, it, hey, what an opportunity! Alex Murphy will be on the bench. I would have thought. Um, Parkinson yeah. will be there again, yeah. um, so it'll be a wonderful experience for these kids again. Um, I wonder why know, Parkinson was on the bench Saturday. Maybe he's injured. Well, what would that be a surprise? So you know, and Dewey and, and Diallo could make the bench again, I guess. Yeah, potentially. We're going to take it. We're going to travel with eighteen anyway. That's as simple as that. Yeah, but it'd be fantastic Not if we're winning four nil with ten minutes left, and he's able to rest some of the players ahead of the Man United game, isn't it? I mean, you know that that that's. <laughs> I'm speaking with yeah, very much, much yeah. the, the thing no. is with this though what I mean what do we do offensively what do we do if it's not working or if we're chasing the game what do we do nothing we can do the only alternative we've got is to push take Isaac off or, or swap Isaac and Gordon round maybe bring Hall on the left hand side for one of them not a lot there's nothing else we can do It's, it's there's, we've got plan A and plan A only this week I mean there's Parkinson yeah, but Parkinson didn't play. It wasn't on the bench on Saturday, and I, I would have thought, no, oh, he was. Yes, he was, Billy. Was he? Yes, he just didn't he come on. Yeah, he, he was on the bench. Sorry, um, but he didn't come on, Billy, which I found a little bit strange. But here, strange, yeah. Um, Ruffyard, Ruffyard, saying Alex Murphy's not in the squad. Oh, there you go then. Mm -hmm. Or oh, is he not in the Champions League? What does he have to be? He doesn't have to be in the Champions League. It's, it's an age. It's, oh, it's, one goal. 
Yeah, but he's well, he's just homegrown stuff. Foreign import. Oh Christ, he might not be actually. Mm. I mean, Fox is just put an interesting comment in, but I mean, can you please back it up and explain what the hell we do if we do what you've just said? <laughs> he said about maybe not starting Miguel Isak. If with Man United, okay. the weekend, I have a feeling Miguel Isak won't be starting. No idea how he sets up, but Hall will start. Okay, then if okay, let's take these two out. <laughs> how the hell do we play football? Do we put do we put Livramento right wing Hall there, and then who starts up front? We're missing Bravka. Don't have anyone he's, only saying rest, he's only saying rest one of them, isn't he? So yeah, Dubravka can go up front as a target man. Well, unless we unless we do that, potentially could happen. And then there's yeah. and then Dummett to come on as an emergency something. Even Richie can't come on and help us with a with a bit of depth. Like there's just no. One. How bad does it get um, when we have to say Dummett may come on as an emergency <laughs> something? That is how bad our injuries are right now, guys. There's <laughs> no other option. And then if he if he rests Isak, I mean. Gordon goes up front, and then maybe we do. We I do think if he, if he rests, if he rests like, Isaac, he's, he's opened himself up for criticism, and I don't think he'll do that. Like, but that, like this is well, a, you this did is say a thing. Saturday, Billy, that you um, didn't think he'd play tomorrow. Think who would play? Isaac. I think he will play. I think he will play. I think he has to. I don't, I don't got no choice to I think he's good. the way the group, the group is. I think he has to try and win the game. And mm. we've heard him say what he said. Mm. I mean, the, there is no other side I can see him putting out by that one. I, I mean, without I, honestly, watching uh, before when I hadn't seen PSG and I, I watched them over the weekend and, you know, they weren't great. I think we can beat them. I was, I was looking at PSG as someone that we had no chance of beating, but I think we can beat them. So I was thinking of resting players, but seriously, we can't rest them. We haven't got players to rest. So, Well, I think Joe Linton is is un, undroppable at this point. He's going to be so valuable in this position because he can float as centre-forward. He can go out left. He's going to play centrally. He's going to be a disruptor. He's the one player that we just can't, we can't lose. He's absolutely. Well, necessary. I'm hoping that that goal Joe Linton scored may just just have settled him down now. Um, you know, after the two sitters that he missed, scoring that goal will have done him the power of good. Um, so I, I'm hoping that he is absolutely on fire tomorrow. How night. many get? How many yellow cards are you allowed in the group stages before you get banned? Because I mean, that's another issue for the next game, isn't it? Because we have got a few on yellows. That's very uh, true. Yeah, we have. Fortunately, the next game is at home, though. But we may not have 11 players put on a pitch in this frame. <laughs> the next game. Well, I know Bruno's been booked. If he gets booked tomorrow, like, he can't like, maybe not be able to play in the next game. But usually oh. two two yellow cards. Hmm. Whether it's um, out, it depends know. on what the suspected returning players are coming back. I don't know if anybody's close. Like, Is he, is he referenced... Anything about Botman? We know he's still out, but have we have we had any any a time scale or any information on that? Longstaff, Longstaff would probably be right for the Milan game. Mm, I would yeah, hope Longstaff imagine. might be fit for Saturday, to be honest. But um, mm. again, we're well, I, I fully expect, based on this, I fully expect Matt Ritchie to be involved in some capacity on Saturday. I'd be surprised if he isn't. Um, Nick Rowley, thank you very much for your $1.99. Uh, he says, what happened in the football awards? We didn't get the top three, matey, but listen, we were in the top eight and, uh, you know, that's good enough for us. Three uh, yellows, Kieran says, in the Champions League. So, yeah, Bruno, we'd yeah. had two. So, we'd had two. So, if he gets booked against PSG, then he can't play in the Milan game, which is... A problem. Uh, yes. PL Rich says, uh, "Why do no, why do we not start with the five at the back and bring in Dimit? Uh, well, it's Dummit, uh, <laughs> but I understand what you're trying to say. Um, <coughs> how's that going to look? Then it's going to look something like that. I don't know. I can't um, just go into a back three. 
But now we have too many players. Uh, how, who do we take off? How do we do this? How do you think... What's the best way of doing this? I mean, drop Miley and do... I mean, we try again. I, I'm bored of these experiments now because... But we did... Again, it's something we did try in pre-season. But again, we tried it with... We tried it with Tenali and stuff. We tried it with a different double pivot. I mean, th this is maybe a an emergency shape. But again, it's it's the whole point in mixing up the formation is to accommodate injuries and the lack of depth. But this is still put, giving you like three forwards with no rotation option. Um, like I know, I know wing, in terms of wing backs, this is the only shape we've tried. So unless you want to get really silly and try something completely brand new, but this is the only shape we've, we've tried in, in like in recent times, like how, how toyed with wing backs when he first came to the club and then he tried it a few times in preseason. Um, I, I doubt it. I think this is an absolute non-starter. Not a chance. I mean, the three at the back is, is the way to get Hall into the side, isn't it? Invest in Miggy. Well, it is. is the yeah. Way of doing that. It might, it might be, it might be the way, but, I don't I think how I, I don't think Eddie will take a risk playing that way, especially no, what he said in his press conference there about you know no. having to get something from the game. I, I don't think he'd go experimenting in a game as of, of this magnitude. I, I just can't see that at all. I don't think this is the time to go to five at the back. Yeah. Um, and just... people have people having a go. I'm not saying this is the best route, but Eddie Howe tried it in preseason. Go and take that up with him if you've got a problem with it. He tried it, not me. Uh, Anthony says, move Cher into defensive midfield, push Bruno forward and bring Dummett into centre-back. Obviously not going to happen. No, that's not going to happen. Uh, not it's the way Cher's playing. I mean, Cher is, is perfectly positioned where he is. Um, look, uh, I think... that plays a good midfield player now. <laughs> but again, you know, let, let's be honest, that's starting eleven. Um, You know, yeah. I'm quite confident can give anybody a game. Uh, it's just... The latter half of the, uh, you know, the last 20, 25 minutes of the game, you know, it, we don't, we can't exactly turn to the bench guys and, and think, right, that, you know, we could do this or that. It, it's just, if he does, he's playing an awful lot of faith in the kids, which the only change he can make is to whip Isaac off, put Gordon Central and Hall on the left hand side mm. as a substitute. That's the only change I can see with what we've got available to us. Well, or or play Livermore right wing and start Hall. Well, yeah, but I'm saying as a substitute, come on as a. Isaac's not going to play 90 minutes, is he? So at some point he's going to come off. Well, yeah, but what I mean is, is start Hall at left back, Livermore right wing, and Miggy starts on the bench. If 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 what Foxy said is potentially a thing, and no. he wants to rest one of Isak or Miggy, but I feel like we need both in this game. Yeah, mm. he was talking about you know the way we play with intensity. There's no way he's resting in Miggy. Absolutely no way whatsoever. Well, I, I, look, I think at the end of the day, I think that's going to be the start. I think we're all, all three of us are agreed mm. on that start at 11. I don't, think, I, I don't think there's anything else that he'll do. I think it'll be the same team that started against Chelsea. And uh, to be fair, you know, they'll be die, they'll be itching to get on that pitch tomorrow night. Uh, they, they will be because the, the momentum is there, the confidence is there, the motivation's there. Um, and look, they'll be backed by a, a herd of Newcastle fans again. Uh, you know, but it, it's a difficult a herd. A herd. Is that yes. the collective noun? Is it a herd of Geordies? <laughs> Absolutely, a herd of Geordies. I don't know why I said herd, but thank you for picking me up on it, Alex. I was trying to get away with it, but as usual, it's a pride of Geordies. A pride of Geordies. A pride of Geordies. Listen, 
a bunch of Geordies are heading to Paris. I read. Um, so you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, uh, we'll see if we can. Well, we, me and Billy won't be able to hear them obviously because we we get wrong if we're copyrighted. So, uh, but uh, listen, it, it's very interesting because there's not many people in the chat saying, "Oh, we should do this, we should do that." I think everybody's pretty much ninety nine percent agreed that this is it. This is the eleven that we you know uh, can give Paris Saint Germain a game. Uh, and, well, and there is a win the game, and if that's a side will do it because it's yeah. For and one, there is, that's a bit of a, there is a bit of a break as well to Man United. Remember, because it's an eight o'clock kickoff against Man United, so it is a. Well, they they play tomorrow as well, don't they? So yeah, yeah. That. So you know, I think they play Wednesday. Us. Didn't they play Wednesday, Man United? Yeah, Wednesday. That's what Alex meant. I think uh, they play Wednesday. In yeah, Turkey, so, I meant they played the day after we played. Yeah, yeah so we get in, a, we in get Turkey. So they've rest. obviously got. You know, flying back from Turkey, which is a much longer flight, of course. Welcome to uh, hell. Sort of four and a half hours. Yeah, uh, Galatasaray. So it's not going to be a, a comfortable week for them either. To be fair, uh, right? Let's do these score predictions. Uh, this should be interesting. Get yours in the chat, guys. Let us know what you think the score is going to be based on that starting eleven. Um, interesting. Um, Billy, we'll put you on the spot first tonight. <laughs> we've got to defend to our nth degree we've got to really be on on point at the back and if we do that I'll see us winning 2-1 interesting who's going to score the goals uh, Almiron and ourselves from a set piece wow okay um, interesting that uh, I've seen a lot of I've seen one person predicting a loss that's it uh, the confidence, let's just say, is high with the Newcastle fans at the moment. Um, Alex, what do you reckon? I'm going to go with a 1-0 cheeky little smash and grab. A smash possibly. and grab at the Parc de Prince. That, that would be... Uh... Mm, do you know what, do you know what, do you know what would or... make me laugh, though, guys, is, is that if we were getting... Uh, you know, if the pressure was on us for the full full game and, and somehow it was still nil-nil in the last couple of minutes and we sneak a win, can you imagine what the media will be like? It'll be it'll be unreal. Mm. Uh, or the, you know, well, who's going to score the goal though, Alex? Mm. I can't say Sven Botman now, so... <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm going to go with a Kieran Trippier free kick for a 1-0 win. Wow. Of course, he did hit the bar on Saturday, of course. So, um, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, Ronald says, uh, if some of the supporters come back out with an English channel on a dinghy, they will get a five-star hotel. Oh, okay. Um, the Mighty Wind says, Cher, Pope, uh, Bruno and Gordon have UCL yellow cards. Go, uh, Bruno's on two. So... You're banned for the next match, but all are removed after the quarterfinal. How is Pope on two? Bloody hell, man. No, Can't no, lose Pope, our goalkeeper for suspension. No, Pope's got one, matey. It's oh, I thought he, sorry, I thought he'd listed no. Pope as yeah. two. Jesus. Uh, Dan Robinson, welcome to Members Club, matey. Thank you very much for joining the uh, Members Club and uh, supporting the channel. And welcome to the uh, membership family. Um, I am going to go for... I should say 2-2 two, two again, shouldn't I? Because every time I predict the Desmond, we end up thrashing them. Um do it then. No. Your fault we lose. <laughs> Cheers, Billy. Um, oh, 
I think it's going to be really tough tomorrow. I do. I think it's going to be extremely tough. Um, that start at 11 can, can do a job. There's no doubt about that. It's just whether the tyre, that's my worry. It's my big worry is obviously fatigue at the end of the game. Um, two, two. Good man. <laughs> Genuinely, you know, I, I think, you know, I think there's going to be goals tomorrow. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt in anybody's mind that be goals tomorrow, but I hope it's shared. Um, goal scorers, um, uh, Joe Linton, both of them. Any headers? No. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I, I do think based based on the scorers as well. In, in well, I say previous games, in the one game that we scored in, we've only scored in one game so far. We kind of need to start scoring in other Champions League games. Um, we had burn and stuff score, so yeah, you know, never yeah. know. We might get a cheeky Paul Dummett goal or a, or a, uh, or a, even a Miley goal. That would that would be something. Well, Miley's capable. Um, I'm not sure that we'll see Dummett score, but uh, time will tell. But there you go, guys. That is the match preview done and dusted. The next one is tomorrow night. Me and Billy at seven thirty. Uh, for the watch along kickoff is eight o'clock so we'll bring a half an hour build up including team news uh, and get all your comments ahead of the game and then play by play commentary from me and Billy Bob will start at eight o'clock uh, Alex will I think you're joining us at half time again uh, for some analysis uh, so it will be a great show again so join us 7.30 tomorrow night with an eight o'clock kickoff uh, and uh, hopefully We'll uh, celebrate Newcastle getting something from the Parc de Prance. Thank you so much for your super chats and new memberships tonight, guys. Thank you to the mods, to Billy and Alex. But as usual, you guys, you're absolute legends yet again. Uh, we have got over 500 likes as well. So thank you so much, guys. If you haven't already done so, please do hit the like button. Subscribe if you're new, but don't forget to hit that notification bell, which will let you know when we schedule our live shows or we upload any recorded ones. But thank you very much, guys. Enjoy the rest of the evening. And we go again tomorrow in Paris. It's a big one. The Champions League. Good night. Allez les hommes. Allez les femmes.